Hello and welcome once again to Life Lessons with an Inebriated Psychic, your guide to all things metaphysical. It struck me today that the important thing we should be talking about is the midterms and how that falls in with spirituality. Why bother voting? If everything's supposed to happen the way it's supposed to happen in divine and perfect order, why do we still need our voices to be heard? And the fact of the matter is, because we do, it's the role we play in society that matters. So, as the midterms are approaching, and you're thinking about who to vote for, a lot of people in the spiritual community have really gone down rabbit holes. The COVID vaccine, the absolute lack of understanding that COVID is so easily spreadable and the illusion that we can control whether we get it or not. It's really gotten to the point with a lot of spiritual people that you kind of need to step away from them. The misinformation is running rampant. So how do you discern which information is true and which is something that's deliberately set to divide? Well, basically everything is. I can look at a certain population of society and say, they're trying to take my rights away. But this started with them thinking I was trying to take one of their rights away. And I found, because I do have friends who are Republican, I have found with friends who are Republican, I can have an honest conversation and we can reach a medium ground. But I have found that when it comes to the MAGA supporters, there is no middle ground to be found for them. They are so deep in their victimhood, they cannot see their way out. And I think that's part of society as a whole these days. We either are a survivor or we're a victim. And the strength of people who are willing to keep trying and keep thriving and keep really putting their heart and soul into things is something that somebody who can't do that or doesn't want to do that or just is so exhausted they can't anymore, you can actually get envious of that. Now this week for me has been a little bit of a struggle. It's been kind of humid here and that always gives me a lot of pain and I get a lot of headaches with it. So this week for me, I have not made it to early voting yet. I intend to. Best intentions in the world. I'm going to drag one of my sons with me because otherwise he won't vote. But the intention is to vote early and vote my conscience. And my conscience says that not too long ago, women didn't have the right to vote. People with a tan didn't have the right to vote. And if I don't go and stand up for other women and other people who have tans, then I'm not doing my part for society. Now, the abortion issue is a big one for me because the misinformation that goes along with abortion is mind-blowing. First of all, I'm a supporter in a woman doing what she needs to do with her body and I don't really think anybody has a right to ask or demand an excuse or a reason. 
if she has gotten to the point in a pregnancy where she realizes she cannot be a good mother, she should not be forced by a government to do so. That said, it's to me only abortion up to a certain point. Then it becomes a termination. And a termination is devastating for the woman who's involved. A termination happens after the legal time has run out. Generally, they're only done because they are absolutely medically necessary. Either the baby or fetus is not viable or it's going to kill the mother. At which point the mother has got the most horrendous choice to make and having to deliver that child is a horrendous thing to put her through. It is just cruel. And it's not only cruel to her, it's cruel to the fetus. Because spiritually, and from what I know, having done this for so many years, when somebody has lost a baby in utero, that soul has not gone into that mother to join that body. It is literally just a clump of cells. The spirit of that, of that potential is around the mother. It's waiting to come in. But that soul does not enter that child until it's coming out. Until it's being born. Until then... The mother is everything. Now that's not to say that when the baby's kicking and can hear you that there isn't a connection to that soul. Of course there is. But the whole soul doesn't come in until it's going down the birth canal. Because the woman would feel possessed. And yes, there are some women who whilst pregnant definitely feel possessed. they cravings and things like that. All biology. And this connection to this soul that you made an agreement with whilst you were on the other side, that this soul was going to play an important role in your life. But what was that role? Was that role to come and be there even if you couldn't give birth? Because I think that's absolutely possible. I think these there are some instances where these things happen in order for the family and the woman to learn. I believe they all serve a purpose and I believe it should be up to the woman, the husband or partner and the doctor. And in a case of rape, rape or incest, the man involved should already be locked up and should have absolutely no right to anything. Even if the baby is born, they should have no rights. Because you should not put a child in the hands of an abusive person, no matter what. That's my feeling on it. Now, I was lucky enough to never have to go through anything like that. But I know others who've had to make these choices and I know how hard it's been for them to live with those choices. So now threatening us with being locked up or not being able to make the choice for ourselves 
the government is making victims out of us. And for the party of small government to want to oversee and determine whether or not we're allowed to do what we want with our bodies is absolutely mind-blowing to me. The fact that the party of small government has now taken away our freedom of speech by telling us we can't say gay. We can't read what we want to read. Oh, and don't forget the Florida one where a driver can literally drive into a, cl- into a crowd of protesters and not be held responsible. The problem is that not enough people are turning out to vote. Not enough people are taking it as something that is their responsibility. And it is. Because yes, we come down here with a plan and one way or another we're going to learn the lessons we're supposed to learn. But our freedom comes in at we get to choose which direction that goes. And it's essential for us to vote. Now, the Second Amendment, I get it, I understand it, the right to bear arms. I also understand it was written long before there were guns that could kill a whole classroom of children in 15 seconds. And that means that we have to have some common sense put in. I'm not saying take away all of America's guns because that's just unreasonable in this world. America love their guns too much to just take all of them away. And half of America would do a civil war for the right to have their gun. But what I am saying is, if you want to play with one of these AR-15s, then let's set up, you know, like they have those little paintball areas. Let's set up a place they can go and they can shoot these things and they can keep them in a locked cupboard. And they're away from the general public and no one can get into them without proper authorization. So that we don't end up with more school children's blood on our hands. And whether or not we've been involved in one of these mass shootings, we all have blood on our hands because we're not doing enough to stop it from happening again. So I feel really strongly and I'm pretty sure you can tell which side of the aisle I'm on. I feel very strongly that my children and my grandchildren eventually should be able to grow and learn in a world where they are not terrified of going to school. Where they're not terrified of going and sitting in a movie in case some mad gunman comes in and shoots them down. Or going to a concert. I think It's hard for me to conceptualize what the MAGAs are talking about a lot. But one of the arguments I've heard from them is they don't, they want America to just be about Americans and the rest of the world go to Hades. And it's interesting to me because this has long been seen as one of the signs of the apocalypse, the world, new world order where we all are united together and we take care of each other and we do for each other and I think to myself the Bible was written by men for men to control men and so the rulers of the one state would not want 
a world order where they would lose control of where they are ruling. And I believe that's where that came from. They saw the possibility of countries coming together in order to have peace. And without war machines, they can't make their money. Without making us afraid of each other, they can't control us anymore. So I'm not afraid of MAGAs. I refuse to be afraid of them. And they've shown us the crazy they will do. And I'm not afraid of the white supremacists, even though I see the crazy that they will do. But you have to ask yourself, when MAGAs have Nazi flags and then claim not to be Nazis, how bright are they? The truth of the matter is, at this time, in the spiritual community, we're all talking about bringing peace and love and togetherment. And yet we have some MAGA spiritual people who are all against the vaccines and against the protections and, oh, it's my body, my choice. Yes, it is. Until your choice is going to kill somebody else. And then you have to look bigger picture because we are here to build a community of peace. That is why we are here. That is why the light workers have come in. That is why the rainbow children are coming in. That is why the crystal children and the indigo children are coming in. Is so we can create a community of peace and healing and we can evolve even further. So when you sit there and you are perpetuating misinformation because it helps your ego feel better, that you can know better than everybody else, you're not helping anybody. And I'm not saying that I know everything, I really don't. But I do know that when I meditate and I talk to my guides and I see things from the other side, I know what we're here to do. I know what I'm here to do. And that's to spread peace and love and understanding and compassion. And it's really hard. It's hard to stay in that place of peace and love and understanding. Because I'm human too and I have my triggers as well. Because I've had my life experience where things haven't gone the way I wanted them. And being able to blame another section of the public for why I don't have it my way would make my life easier. Because I'd have somewhere to direct my sadness and my anger. You know, they talk about a lot of times the old men's club. And it's true, this society, you don't get anywhere if you don't know people. My dad always used to say something along the lines of, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And I see that all the time. And those connections can be very important as to the success or failure of someone. So if you're not well connected, you don't get where you should be. Even if you are one of the people who deserves to be there. And that's part of what's wrong with our government right now. Let's not even pretend that either side of the aisle has the best people up there. 
We certainly don't. We have the loudest people. We have the most well-connected people. We have the people who would be willing to sell out everybody else so that they could make a buck. Those are the people we have in government right now. Both sides of the aisle. We don't have the people who actually want to do what's right for our citizens and for each other. Or the people who are willing to negotiate and find a middle ground. But we should. And I really hope that someone listening is going to run for government at some point and really make a difference. There are beacons of hope out there though. Do not think that we're all lost. We have Katie Porter from California, who is one of the most amazing minds of our generation. And she is going to make a huge difference, given half a chance. And she deserves to. She is magnificent. Anybody who's ever watched her with her whiteboard knows that she is somebody we should all be looking towards. Because she has lived a life where she has not known the right people. And she has struggled to make her children do well. She's a single mom succeeding against all odds because she has common sense and heart. She gives me hope. Pete Buttigieg. Of all people, I really, I kind of found him smarmy at first. I wasn't a big fan when he first came on the scene. But I watch him now in interviews and I'm like, he's got what it takes. And he's been up against these narrow-minded, bigoted people for a long time. And yet he can still speak to them. Mostly because he's a white man and that gives him more privilege than the rest of us. There's reason to hope. And there's definitely reason to fight. So... Today, I ask all of you, make the time. Go and vote in the midterms. Make your voice heard. Whatever it is you believe in, vote for that. For me, I'm voting for women's rights. I'm voting for LGBTQ rights. Because love is love, even if you don't understand it. I'd rather people loved each other than hated each other. So I will vote for love. I will vote so that black people are protected in our society or treated as badly as they currently are. It's time for us all to do better. It's time for us all to make the effort to be better. So vote. Vote and have your voice heard and get involved. Be prepared for next time. Recruit friends, family, anyone you can think of. But let's, let's heal our country. Thank you for listening. I will see you next time on Life Lessons with an Inebriated Psychic.